no fly list. As far as the no fly list, no fly list, no fly list. If you are not with us, let's let's let's. The most problematic thing is, is that any, any, anyone can be under the investigation of the FBI. FBI, FBI. FBI, FBI. And I know that something really good is going to come out of all of this. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another week of The No Fly List, where we talk to comedians, artists, musicians, and other interesting and cool people of color. I'm Sabine. And I'm Athir. And today, we talk to Farouk Hussein. Farouk, he's so we fun. He's like family vibes. I he love is, him. It feels like whenever he's in a room, I'm like, that's just my bro. That's like my big brother. He's like, uh, yeah. He's, he's goofy. Like a, a brown, he's a brown uncle and cousin. He's too young to be a brown uncle, but yeah, he seems like it <laughs> at the same time. He's super funny. He's so funny. And I loved, so, I mean, he's he's an incredible comedian. He's, um, you know, like a New York-based comic, but he grew up in Pakistan and then kind of grew up here. So I don't know how long he was there, but it seems like he was there for an extended period I think of his life. I if I remember, till he was maybe a teenager or yeah. something. Or, and I I really, I haven't had like a serious like sit down conversation with him. And I didn't realize like he has so much insight on like religion, relationships. And he's yes. just so, I didn't realize like how much he. He, the way he talks about identity about and understanding himself yes. in yes. this culture, in Western culture as like um, someone who grew up in Pakistan. Like it's so interesting where he's like, yeah, I don't want to let go of my roots. And like, I understand why, you know, our communities like try to keep us, you know, I guess dating other people of the same community because they want to keep the culture like. Homogenous. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, he, had just, he was, like you said, very insightful. There was a lot of stuff where I was like, oh, I think I'm learning right now about like my own identity. And um, mm -hmm. he talks a lot about like not losing his Pakistani identity and being proud of it. Mm -hmm. And I love how much he referenced Miss Marvel and how proud he was that they had scenes of Karachi in it. And he was like that, those are the streets I grew up on and I played know. on. And I'm like, oh my God, it's just, you could, I just feel that. I was like, mm -hmm. this is so beautiful and like amazing, you and know? I, yeah, I felt very connected to what he was saying about like growing up sort of, well, you guys have a term for it. ABCD, American born confused Desi. And what were you saying? There was like, oh, I guess else? like the term, the general term is like third culture kid. And yeah. Like, uh, but that's not as specific or as funny uh, <laughs> as an ABCD. Or being like a multi hyphenate. So I really connected with the fact that he's like, you don't feel like fully, he doesn't feel fully yeah. Pakistani, fully American. I feel that way. And I think we all like, and he feels like an ambassador these, for both. Yeah, like, exactly. Oh. Exactly. So I, I he, totally get it. Um, and how he just, he's like fluent in Urdu and he, he can kind of code switch into both of those worlds of right. being with his like American friends or his, yeah. you know, Pakistani friends. And um, it's hard just like growing up in between these like two worlds it's and not so kind of knowing how to fit into it. And it was cool hearing how, I mean, I think this is a very real thing of like, as we grow and we learn about our own identities and what we want and like how we see ourselves in this world, it's cool to see that he was like he's been able to openly talk to his mom about things and like she's like learning too of like yeah, helping like, her like understand move forward with that thinking yeah. because everything in our culture is what will people think what will exactly. people think and it's so exhausting to live your life that and way and we don't live that way our generation doesn't want to no. live that way so he I love how he's like yeah I just have to paint this picture for my mom and like explain it deeply of, as to why we have to do why, why we do what we do and like our lives are okay like how he's talking about how his sister's like a badass you know like she's just like working she's taking care of herself and like 
he's just like, hey, mom, be proud of that. Like, don't worry exactly. about her marriage. Like, exactly. It's like that stuff will come. And we talk yeah. a lot about relationships, trying to date someone like within your culture and what it's like to date someone without, you know, outside of your culture and right. just kind of that um, confusing sort of territory because you want people that relate to you. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you're also in America. So you don't, you can't just like have somebody like kind of fresh off the boat who like right. doesn't get both cultures. And that can be super challenging. Yeah. Or someone that's only lived here, like he talked about someone that never like left New York uh. who is still brown, Pakistani, whatever. But then it's hard to have that similar mindset too. It's really tough because you're stuck in this middle place where you're just like, you're like a niche type of a person. <laughs> so finding someone to match that is actually pretty hard. It does it definitely makes dating way more challenging. It does. It's easier it's not, to be a basic bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> be a basic bitch. I want to be so basic that I could just date I anyone. I wish. <laughs> I'm so jealous. That's all I want. I'm just too new, unique. I know. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so we're special. Just, we're just I'm too just special too, and I'm interesting. too interesting. <laughs> this is why oh. I can't find someone. No. It's such a problem. <laughs> it's so hard. Um, but before we get to Farouk's episode, we have our first segment the no fly list no fly list where we have um, a list of people that we think shouldn't be able to fly instead of innocent brown folks like ourselves yeah our shit list so shit list who do we have this week this week uh we have people who judge women that are not married and i'm gonna say obviously well mostly this is uh people from i'd say like my own culture um i feel like where they're worried about what people will say. Yeah, we talked about um, that a lot in the episode. Definitely I, did. I think like half the reason my parents want me to get married so people will stop asking them about me. Yeah. I talked to my parents recently and like they've never really pushed marriage on me. Like they know I want it and everything, but like they never like give me that aggressive like push. But they were telling me how like, you know, other family members kind of look down on us because like, yeah, I'm not married. And I was like, that's so interesting that like that is what people are saying. And I'm like, I don't care, but, like, it sucks that they do. Yeah, because they think, like, if a woman is single and empowered, she's just, like, a loose cannon. And yeah. it's like, oh, God, now she'll never get married if she doesn't need a man, like, spending right. money and on and, her and all this stuff. And you know what supporting I'm— Supporting her. Exactly. And what I'm also learning is, like, I think a lot of moms and, like, a lot of women, they see it as a disease, too. It's like, if you're single, you're going to be a bad influence on my married daughter. Oh, I my had a, God. I had a friend's mom who recently meddled in our friendship— because she didn't want her married, newly married daughter to be my friend anymore because I'm single and I'm just like living here in New York. Yeah. So it was easier to just like kind of pull her daughter away from me. And I was like, oh, that's not right. That's interesting. <laughs> Ooh. And it's a lot of times also it's just to validate people's own choices. That's yeah. why they want you to conform so that they feel better. Conform. Yeah. But it's so interesting that on, on my end, it's like, I don't care. Be married. Good for you. I'm proud of you. Yeah, we're not criticizing you for being married. Don't Isn't criticize us for not being married with kids and like four exactly. kids by now. Like it's, we're like in right. our 30s. So we should be like by by our cultural standards already like yeah. moms to like three or four kids. I know. Yeah, exactly. So you don't get to fly. You okay? don't get to fly. Get to all, right. all of you folks that are out here judging the single hard work, working women. And, you know, it's just like Islamically. Okay. What the prophet's wife, Khadija, what she was like a businesswoman flying solo for a long time. Okay. Like she was single alone. Yeah, there's on nothing herself. in the religion that says a woman can't be independent. And but that's what I mean. Yeah. It's like, where is that coming from? Cultural, like patriarchal culture stuff. Exactly. It's that's what bullshit. it is. Bullshit. Total bullshit. So yeah, y'all can't fly. You can't fly, but 
you can listen to Farouk. <laughs> I love, he's just fun, empowering. It's a great episode. Yeah. And uh, check out all his stuff on TikTok, Instagram. He's the best. Yep. Enjoy. Welcome, Farouk. Hey, what's up? We're only starting 45 yes, minutes late. All. Not bad. For brown time, we're early. I think so. Listen, I, mean, yeah. I if you're going to invite me anywhere, it's brown time plus Farouk time. Like, there's so no, I forgot about that because we were running like 15 minutes late. Yeah. And I should have just told you from yesterday we were like uh, to come. <laughs> and then we would have been. People tell me the wrong time for things all the time. So I'm there on time. So for any future notice okay, that's anything. Good. Wow. You're right. Anything. I see you evolving into a brown uncle. Oh, yeah. 100%. Oh, like that's, yeah. What the, that's what that is. Like my, my, I didn't say it. My immediate. You, you tell your uncles like, the wrong time. Like this is what you tell your family part, like members when they come to parties. I I was going to walk in and be like, oh, you know, the BQ. I'm like, don't even say it. Don't even say it. Don't even it. give you us know, our excuses. This it's is fine. a personal flaw that you need to work on. <laughs> It, it's, uh, There's it's, no excuse. This I is like not to, the city of New York's fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't this blame. I know how long root. it takes to get on the BQE. Mm -hmm. um, that's funny. No, no, no. It's all good. Yeah, it's all good. You're in uh, good Luckily, company. Luckily, the hosts are very accommodating. So. Thank you so much. I wanted to know something. We were just talking about how um, we're like, you know, you said if, if if someone thinks they're perfect, they're probably a serial killer. Is that mm -hmm. what you said? <laughs> If someone's mom doesn't tell them they're not perfect, then they become a serial killer. Oh, yeah. Right, because any serial killer is like, my mom was pretty mean. It was like, oh, you poor <laughs> thing. <laughs> mm. It's I always it's always the mom that comes back to like, it's always yeah. the mom that abuses. It's male serial killers. I don't know about female. Oh, right, right. Female serial killers don't even exist. There's only uh, one, right? Yeah, they exist. There's a few. But they're you. damn good. They're I damn good. I watched the whole <laughs> still series on it. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. On Hulu, there's like a whole series about women on death row for like killing their oh husbands. Oh, my God. It's oh, really no, no. Fascinating. I mean like prolific. Like, oh, you know, oh like, serial. Wow, yeah, you're right. you put a dent in those numbers. Yeah, there's like, uh, the one that... Yeah. Uh, Charlize Theron played. Eileen, oh, Eileen Monster, Warnos. that movie? Eileen yes, Warnos. Eileen yeah, yeah. Warnos. I know, that was interesting. Yeah. And I forgot why she killed. What was her reason in that uh, movie? She just hated men. Oh, okay. That's fair. That she's is, a feminist. That's a legitimate. She was a She was like ahead of her time is what happened. <laughs> she wasn't about the talk. She was about the walk, right? <laughs> she hated men and she fucking proved it. I yeah, what are you doing for feminism, Farouk? Not enough. Not killing enough men, apparently. Yeah. Well, I have a car that has faulty brakes on the way back. I'll make sure to get a few minutes. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. That's Appreciate that. Know. I was going to say, I feel like growing up like with Pakistani parents, my mom never would say, like, you look, like, beautiful or, like, this or that. So I should be a serial killer. We like all I should be. By all accounts, <laughs> we all should be. Because nothing's good enough. Yeah. But, Even if you were right. a serial killer, your mom would be like, you know, Ted? Ted had 50. <laughs> Five? What is five? Yeah. <laughs> Your mom like, you're not even a good fucking serial killer. Not, You'd be ashamed. It's like a C of minus being. of serial killing. I would actually disagree. I feel like the the serial killers that like at least the all the true crime I watch, it's like their moms. It, so I guess it goes either way. Either the moms Ooh. abuse them, or they're like a weird mama's boy, where it's like oh, ah. like a weird, like a Norman Bates like relationship, right? Like this, like yeah. Oh, like so you creepy. watch like Bates yeah. Motel, kind of like is that. So right. good. That weird, right. yeah, emotional incest kind of relationship, mm. right? Well, that, I guess that's still abuse, but it's. I guess you could either. It's like be, this weird codependence that yeah. they have. Right. It's either they need extreme love, or yeah. it's either extreme love or extreme hate. Right. Because you know? he like killed everybody that kind of got close to his mom. Because right. he's like, right. I want her for like, myself. Protective you know? and... Right. Yeah. yeah. Super creepy. So you what? just got to have the... What's your relationship with your mom like? Yeah, tell her. us. 
Pretty good. Yeah? Yeah, pretty good. Just normal? Yeah, no. just normal. You know, she's up in my business. I keep her at arm's length. It's pretty yeah. normal. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty normal. That's pretty normal. Brown, uh, mom. She's given up on a lot of things about me, so that's good. Really? Like, like what? Like, no, I don't get a range marriage text anymore. Wow. Oh. When did that stop for you? Like, this year? Really? How old are you now? 31. Okay, so you really haven't... I don't think men can age out of it. Women age out of that, like, 25. We're yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. sorry, that's you're... That's what I feel like. After 25, like, I feel they like... only send you divorced men. Right? That's so true. With kids, <laughs> and then after oh 30, 35, it's kids, because they're like, well, you're not going to have your own. <laughs> so here's Sometimes the guy it's like, he already has a wife, and like, why would you feel, why would you feel being oh, a second wife? So that's oh, like God, when I you're in your 40s. That yet, that's but... like 40s. Yeah. 40s yeah. and single, you're a second, third wife. But I think my wife. mom is treating me like any other girl she would have. She'd be like... 30, your biological clock is on. I'm like, I'm yeah. a man. <laughs> right, 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 right. Excuse me? <laughs> my clock doesn't time out, lady. My, yeah. my clock is I'm solar powered. <laughs> okay, it regenerates. I see the sun, I'm horny. That's yeah. how it goes. All right. <laughs> I love it. So she doesn't have like... Um, well, I'm sure, like, I don't know if she has the expectations of, like, bring home a Pakistani girl or... I think my mom mm -hmm. has grown up a lot more because of her kids in the yeah. last five to six years. Like, we've made How her see siblings? things... How many siblings? I have two sisters, so one older, okay. one younger. Oh, nice. Yeah, so we've made her kind of see, like... Like, my mom would... Was on my sister's case about, like, you know, getting married, and I would be stepping, like, no, don't lie. She's a right. good... She's yeah. good at her job. She has a career. She's excelling at it. Why would you make her stop? Like I, I would step in and be like, "Yo, stop! Don't, mm -hmm. don't do that." Like we don't have to be like other Pakistani people. And That's great. Considering our family mostly is quite traditional, it was an uphill battle because mm. you like, look, ya What will people say? You know, like, that is all they yeah. fucking care about. Yeah. That's it. and I'm like, well, well, you know what people will say is that your daughter has a fat bank account. Yeah. yeah. And is an independent woman, drives her own fucking car, and has her own fucking place. And you know what? She doesn't have to ask anyone's permission to go anywhere. That's a pretty big flex. And my mom was like, yeah, that's good too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that's good too. That's fine. That's, that's the uh, concession, right? Poor it's girl. Like a concession on their part. Because she's listened to... She, my mom's a reasonable person, but you like have to... Paint the whole picture. Same, for her. So same. Yeah. You like, have to like... Some if you put it that way, okay, mm -hmm. she's doing great. I'm like, yeah. Right. Do you guys feel like you have me, to Me, like on the other hand, if you got a sugar mom with something, please. <laughs> yeah, you're disappointing her on all fronts. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've broken the woman. I've broken the woman. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um, I think the last time she tried to put me through an arranged marriage situation, she just sent me, like, a text about, like, you know, just the bio data of a person. And I was like, Mom, she's a doctor. She's five years younger than me. And she said she does not like comedy. We're we should be divorced already. Uh, we should sign the divorce papers before the marriage. Right. Yes. Also, poor and make girl. it a bet. And be like, hey, if we make it past the whatever the date on the divorce papers is, I think we're meant to be. There you go. I don't understand people that don't like comedy. I don't get it. I I don't get it. Either. How do you, like how do you? That's so serious. Like how can you be that? Do serious? people not I like to know. laugh? Is That's that a thing? Thinking. Well, there was that girl that was on the... They take themselves so serious. Yes. Yeah, they're like, they think it's Well, do you stupid. remember, uh, what's her name? Aparna? I can't remember her name, but she was yes. on the dating show. Yes, yes, the Indian matchmaking show. Indian matchmaking show. Oh, she I did said watch she was it. Like, so she was, she was on a date, she was like, yeah, I don't like jokes. Or like, she said something like that, and I was like, oh, interesting. I was like, That's the personality. Yeah. She's like a lawyer. Because you haven't heard our jokes, okay? Yeah. Uh, I had to break up with the last person I was seeing because she idolized that person. What? Yeah, she was like, Stop I also it. hate comedy. Like, We've been talking for six months. Now you bring it up? So, no, no, no. I'm hold holding on. a mic in my profile. Like, you saw that shit, right? 
Six months. Six months. But does she would she laugh whenever you would make jokes? Or she would like, laugh at her own jokes. Stop oh, it. That's and her jokes worst. were terrible. Her of jokes course. were just TikToks. Why did like, you let oh. that go? Was she like super hot? Uh, it was fun <laughs> like, for a while. I was bored. It was fun for a while, <laughs> you know. Oh, she's a doctor no. also. And I was like, was hey, maybe I'm marrying. I'm like, oh, you're going to bore your patients to death. Okay. Me. She was brown? Or? She's brown, yeah. Okay. Box so, so that's she the thing. She comedy. She thinks she's funny. And she does. Oh, that's terrible. She you is know, a like, partner. It was not, it was not she, a good time. I think you dated her. Yeah, I think you were dating a partner. Do you feel a, a like a pressure, I guess, to date somebody that? No, actually, this is something that I've recently discovered myself because I don't know how other. Maybe you feel different because. Yeah. <clears throat> so I wasn't fully raised here, so I was raised in Pakistan for That's quite right. a while. So I feel like a very middle child of sorts where I don't really f completely feel like I'm American but I also don't feel completely Pakistani so I'm always Same. kind of balancing between but it more right. so in the sense like in my own community I yeah you know where I'm like where if I hang out with Pakistani people when I say a sentence in Urdu they'll be like um we're American and Miracle Dal Khan like they're just <laughs> they're completely like if someone spoke Arabic and like an English accent you'd be like I don't want to talk to you ever again you know <laughs> so and then funny. on the other front where there's, I have friends who are like straight from Pakistan, India, whatever. They want to maintain that status quo that they right. lived in. And I'm like, no, you're here now. Yeah. There's other things that you should be exposed to. Right. So it's such a, I feel like I'm an ambassador to both sides and mm -hmm. I have no idea. So I, I now realize the value and how much I do like my culture. Yeah. Oh how God, much of yeah. my part of my identity it is and how much I've been fighting it subconsciously how much I've been fighting it you know like I have been too especially around like comics and like yeah. entertainers and stuff because I mean let's be honest we're we're just a dot in the map of entertainment right now you know Miss Marvel all this is yeah. a new thing we're the flavor of the week if I'm being honest right. I think <laughs> maybe I'll maybe, take it I'll take the flavor you know, I'll take week. it I'll take it nice but me. it's only for the week and there's so many of us you know so what you I mean you can't so. just lean into that part of <laughs> right. you yeah. but I think it comes in cycles so my point being is I think if I I could criticize the people that are doing whatever they're doing right now about our culture representation but they're doing something yeah so maybe when the cycle comes around I should be better prepared to represent it so maybe when that flavor of the week comes around again, maybe I have a better stance and something to contribute to that conversation yeah. rather than just be like, I'm Pakistani and you're not. And, you know, kind of like, yeah. so mm -hmm. I think all of that coming together, now I would like to date someone from my own culture or at least from a similar part of the world, maybe if not Pakistani, maybe Muslim at least or yeah. you know, something like that because I'm also tired of giving an explanation every time. I of, know. You know, you know? Yes, of like what... Yeah, what you're comfortable with, they're like it. It feels no, like just I don't who know. you are. Yeah, I, I used yeah. to um, kind of compare it to like it's like trying to watch a sequel with someone and they've never seen the beginning of the movie and you're That's right. That's such a good way I to have put to it. Fucking catch you up it's now so on what happened. <laughs> who is this character? I'm sorry, Muhammad. What? Who is this? That's how it felt. Yeah. But and in the same vein, like I grew up in Palestine and here, I don't feel. Palestinian American, I feel Palestinian and American, and also like not mm. fully either. And mm. I, I feel because that's its own culture, right? Yeah, being Arab American is its own culture, or being like do you guys have a American. term for that? Like we have like ABCD, right? American born, confused AC. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. and that's, it's that's and you're right. That's its own like subculture now. Like they yes. and they're proud to be that subculture. Like I don't speak Urdu or Punjabi or Hindi, but I'm still this, and which is true, you are, mm -hmm. but. You're also abandoning uh, so many key aspects of your right. own culture that yeah. you're only in it for the TikToks. 
Right, so right? Funny. Well, I know, I don't know, we don't necessarily have a term for it, or maybe they've been calling me that all along and I don't know. <laughs> I was about to say, but oh my God, like, am I about to what, But people are like, they say, now like the term here is like third culture kid or right. multi-hyphenate, you know? Oh, oh God. God. Multi-hyphenate. I'm a multi-hyphenate. Just say you say grew that? up in people Manhattan. People say that? You know? I'm multi-hyphenate. What? But that's also for creators. Like, I'm a comedian, writer. No, I'm right. multi-hyphenate. Right. I'm, oh, I'm Palestinian. Okay. I'm American. I, I lived in New York. You yeah. know, it's like... It's, it's fancy thing. BPD. That's all that is. <laughs> <laughs> I love um, that. But I also wanted to date, because I grew up there, someone Palestinian. I tried it, went down that road multiple times, didn't work out. Yeah. But I think if you can be with someone, at least it gets your culture. They don't necessarily have to be... Small Muslim yeah. or brown, they like any. Honestly, it's just someone that has a culture. I really yeah. feel so like not that's why, fine basically. for me. Get Truly, my references yeah. as a comedian. Just exactly. I want you to get my references. Right, right, right. That might just like, be a you thing, though. I, for so funny. That that well, I think for me, get my <laughs> that's hilarious. We don't get. Am I doing too niche? <laughs> yeah, you're too niche. You're I, Andy Kaufman. You're the Pakistani Andy yes. Kaufman. That's a. That would actually illustrious title. I will take it. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like when I'm dating someone, I, the, the culture part comes in where it's like I want, like I feel like I have so much family stuff where I'm like, oh yeah, this is like the thing with like my parents or like this is with my siblings and like someone with some culture or background or just some kind of Asian in them, <laughs> it's just helpful because they're like, oh yeah, same or like here's my experience with my parents or like you know. It, it's almost as if like the Western part of the hemisphere is very undateable at this moment. That's pretty much mm-hmm. what I'm feeling. Like, yeah. if, like, if you're from like you're- Turkey and Western. I don't think I could vibe with you. <laughs> I don't think I, we could vibe. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've met a lot of Turkish men on dating apps, and they were a little weird. Wait, I went out with a Turkish guy on a dating app, and he kept talking about the movie The Big Lebowski. Is that what he, <laughs> and he was like, and then he was, and then he was like, I mean, classic. And then yeah, he was like, it. all my friends, they call me The Big Lebowski, and I was like, okay, the date's over. Like, I gotta oh, go. God. Wait, the date's over. I'll be in. I'm like, wait, you call you Big Lebowski? All right, Why? can I be Donnie? Like, what's the was date? he drinking a white Russian? I don't even, no, we were having. A Cuban meal somewhere. We were having like a lunch date. It was. Did you ask him why? Sabine, were you an extra on the movie The Big Lebowski? I was. (laughs) Also, I was serving the food. I was playing a Cuban lady. Um, (laughs) Just like show up in a robe and like why did? I don't think that's a compliment to be called. I don't think it is either. And so I just didn't exactly have his shit together. No, he did not. I think he saw one American movie on the flight here. Like this is my life. This is me now. This is who I am now. This is what I will talk about on dates. (laughs) Yes, this is relatable. (laughs) I don't know. And also, you have to like. People may have, like, I don't know how much variance there is in, like, I mean, I guess there's a lot of variety in Middle Eastern culture. There's so many Middle Eastern countries, so you get, like, the small niche differences. And North Africa, like North Arab. Africa. Yeah, right, right. right. Yeah. So I feel like I want them to get, like, the small like the small joke things, like, you know, like the small, mm-hmm. the small differences and things like that. Like, if I say, like, the fact that we need chai everywhere, right? Like, yeah. a white person's not going to get that. The urgency of just having tea every day. Like, it's yeah. a real Multiple thing. Multiple times a day. Multiple times a day. All the time. And the a time. nap in the middle of the day. They don't get that. But someone from maybe our part of the world will get that. And they will understand yeah. that's like a cultural part. But then, like, a white person would be like, your family should work out in the morning. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. You guys should meditate together. <laughs> your dad should have stayed. How about that? <laughs> like, it was, oh. yeah. Oh, man. That's so true. Also, dating know. white people, I'm tired of being called Farouk. Uh, no, well, Farouk. Like, just not pronouncing your Farouk. name. Farouk. 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 Like, it's an how extra you, uh at the how end. How do you say your name? Well, in America, I have to, I have to, I'm like, yeah, it's Farouk's name. I'm like, it's Farouk. Farouk. Yeah. Ah. 
So the air. Wait, this I always thought it was Farouk. An Arab well, an person Arabic will always correct me. We're like, Farouk. your name's not Farouk. You're like Farouk. It's, it's not like, Farouk. Farouk. No, like, you're putting the, the emphasis yeah. on the Farouk. first part that we would say Farouk. Yeah, they, they, the qa oh is like Oh my god, that's so beautiful. Farouk. I love that so much. But I also say like, Farouk. Um, like <laughs> certain parts, or not just Palestinians, certain Arabs don't pronounce the cough sound uh, and they just make they it don't? like a hamza, like ah. So I would actually, depending on the person, probably Farouk. say Farouk. Farouk. Like some people might oh, say my just, last it's like name. A silent. It just ends. Uh, like some people might say my name instead of Yaqub, which is with yeah. a cough, is Yaqub. Oh. There are names like Is that, that like an Egyptian thing? Egyptians, um, Lebanese, uh, some Palestinian. It depends also if like what part of the like if that the country like you live in. French influence. Can right you please there. go on a date? Yeah. With uh, a silent we did not have That's the French so influence. Funny. No, just like linguistically, it sounds yeah. like a lot of French. Like because they like, love dropping like it's sounds. It's like a city village thing. It's no. almost like it's like okay. a modern oh. accent versus like a. Older is accent. that the older Tradition. accent, the dropping? The cough, no. The the older is the more traditional, which is like right. saying Farouk, but Farouk. Um, but I call one of my Arab friends Farouk because I don't know. It's just or I have a cousin named Tariq, but right. I would say Tariq. Oh my god, I love that. That's so it cool. Almost, if you're speaking in Tariq. in yeah. flow, it almost makes more sense to do that. Yeah, it's yeah, actually yeah, easier. Yeah, almost easier you just drop that. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And language crazy. Language, language be crazy. Wild. Language be crazy. I. I How's recently, your Urdu? How is it? Um, I'm fluent. Like I, he grew, yeah. you amazing. We're, I always forget born. he grew up there. I like. I always think I like too. he grew up in Queens. He's been hiding so well. He's yeah, been he's hiding. under the radar. <laughs> this guy. When I like whip out like the fluent Urdu, people are like. I Whoa. thought you were American. I'm like, I'm still American. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's so it, funny. I don't have to leave it at the airport when I get here. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I it's so funny. I used to be embarrassed when I was little, like, speaking it or anything like that. And then now I'm so scared of losing it because, like, I, I don't exactly. have anyone to speak it with. So whenever I go home and speak it with my mom, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm forgetting all of it. My kids won't know Urdu. I'm never going to pass this language on. <laughs> and I had this full existential crisis. I'm like, I'm the worst Pakistani. And it's it's hard. It's hard. And it's also not a language that's, oh, like, boy. You can just go on dueling and start picking it up. You need yeah. to learn it from family and like yeah, community. It's Arabic, sure. Arabic even more so, I feel like, because yeah, there's right. so, so much many variations. cultural context to every word, I yeah. feel like, and, and the way you use there it. There is. So I, when I was in college, I took like the only class that I ever remember in college besides everything else that I did was because um, I just sold drugs in college. But that's literally Amazing. all I did. I would show up in a suit and I would just sell drugs all day. You didn't even go to school there. I went to Baruch. I went to Baruch because then my name rhymed with the school. You mean thing. Baruch? Baruch. <laughs> it's actually, I think, a ha, Baruch, right? Baruch, yeah, that's what it is. Baruch, that's what, uh, yeah, I don't want to blaspheme. Yeah, we, this is a Muslim podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I took the, the course and he was, uh, he explained something to me that just that like, kind of made it like all snap. Your language is shaped by your geography, by wherever your area is. And your language is 50% of your culture because your language gives you an idea of how, what your relationship is to the geography and the items mm -hmm. around you. So, like, for example, there's no positive way to say the word pig in almost all Muslim cultures. Yeah. Yeah, it and just it's sounds made, like it's a... It's built into the language. Derogatory. It's built... There's no way you could ever say that word. How do word. we say it in Urdu? Suar. Sur. Yeah. I thought that was Arabic. I mean, no, Arabic probably... is khanzir. Khanzir, yeah. Oh, we say that. Yeah, which is also that, like yeah. saying, calling someone a pig in English. Yeah, I was like going to say that's kind of like a, a word to yeah. call someone. But there's no way to just be like, oh, that's... A, like, even if you say the word, people are like, oh, astaghfirullah. But you say the word. <laughs> like, it's standing right there. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've you... heard my dad call someone khanzir before. So <laughs> that's why I was like, I don't... I didn't hear about it as like pig. Well, right. so your dad's goat, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> 
Also, um, Dad, are you going to hell? Dad, what's going on? He was like, Khanzeed. He was just like mad at someone. My, my cousin, she was telling me a little bit about this this summer in Palestine, and she's studying like quantum physics and the linguistics of it and how your the language also shapes who you are and how you... Um, articulate emotions because if you're not given those like terms or tools then mm -hmm. you're not going to be able to identify with those feelings and emotions so it actually limits our thinking it does what it limits does, our thinking our language not shapes our thinking mm -hmm. oh okay because like bilingual you... kids always are more they're more adept as in like you can uh, grasp a, uh, a dual concept yeah quicker than uh, someone who grew up with only one language because they didn't experiment where like they have this image I don't know what they're called exactly but it's uh, an image with two images in one. So it's like a, a rabbit and a duck at the same time, depending on which way you pose it, right? Mm -hmm. But if you're bilingual, you see it both at the same time always. Most most cases. That's interesting. And that's what that's lending to what you're I saying. Was like, so, you always... I, was so, I always see shapes and things. Like the other day, I was like pointing out something that looked like an elif, but my friend was like, what are you talking about? And it was in the negative space, and uh, I didn't even realize that it was the negative space. Yeah. And oh. he was like, oh, I, oh, okay. I see it now. And I was like, oh, it didn't even register as like the That's negative so cool. space. I don't know. If I'm using the bathroom and I forget my phone, I just start looking for faces in the tiles. That's what I what? used to do. Just to like, oh. Wait, this is hilarious. I'm like, oh, what? Who are you guys? You don't read anything? You guys don't do anything when you're, you're in the bathroom? Like, you guys just focus? That's fucking crazy. That's weird. Yeah. We you just focus? Like, oh what do you God. think? What do you do? Look at something. That's what, you, that's what I'm saying. You read a shampoo bottle or something. Yeah, yeah read the ingredients. Do you know them by heart? Because how many times have you read Sodium lauryl sulfate is bad. <laughs> and it shouldn't be in any of your products. And parabens. <laughs> and if you see it, toss it. Well, clearly sulfate. I don't because my hair is gone. There's glycerin so. <laughs> in a lot of things. Yeah. There's glycerin. A lot of there. glycerin's great, you know. I'll, I'll, I think I'll look in the clouds and I'll be like, oh, that's a, a bear. Where are you pooping that you see clouds? No, I'm just saying, like, that's not what I'm... I'm saying that, like... When it comes to looking at things in the park, obviously. And I need a skylight if I'm gonna poop, okay? Yeah. Look, I have an outhouse, okay? And that's the healthiest. And it has a sky, skylight. You call it an outhouse. You know, like in it's Jurassic Park. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. Oh my God. Oh. That's hilarious. Um, so, are you on dating apps are exclusively for. Um, I we, don't do dating apps anymore. How do you meet people? Just, How are you meeting these brownies? I'm in person. Where? Just, At the I'll mosque? Just go up and, I'll, I'll just go up and talk to a person. Wow. I don't care. The most will be like, this man is bothering me. Like, could you go check out my TikTok? I have a lot of content on there. <laughs> I don't care. Like, I don't, because yeah. dating apps are for boring people. I'm sorry. Like, I think we're all very interesting people. You have personality. We're comedians. Have you tried sustaining a conversation with someone? It's horrible. It's horrible. It is they're actually so boring. Horrible. They're fucking boring. It's and it's just repetitive. It's and repetitive. then their the fucking quote person. will be be able to hold a conversation. I want to throw my phone against the wall when I yeah. see that shit. Yeah. It's like that's part of just that's the basic tenet of dating is to hold a conversation, I think. That's where it all right. starts, right? I feel like I get like trapped because like like I'll see these guys on dating apps and they'll seem a little bit more interesting. And then once I mm. go out in person, I'm like, oh no, you're so boring. Right, have you guys veered away from just like a single type or do you guys don't care or I'm whatever? I'm seeing someone that's totally not the type. Okay, uh, cool. Of and ha is that, has it been, I, don't, I guess I should, is it It's okay, going? I've talked about it on the podcast. Uh, it's it, going really well. He's it? Haitian American. Yeah. He's amazing. Oh, cool. Uh, okay. We bond over a lot of like cultural stuff, family right. stuff. That's why I was like, before I was like exclusively Palestinian. And then after I had like a horrible breakup with my ex, we, mm. we were engaged. And then. Um, oh, yeah, I didn't met you when you were. Yeah. When I, I was, met you. Yeah, engaged. I was still oh, engaged. Right, yeah. And I don't also, um, I was not excluded after that experience. I wasn't mm. like, I'll never date a Palestinian again. I, I was totally open to it. Mm. I just, it opened up my world of 
of like, I don't think I need to exclusively only date a Palestinian. Right. For me, I didn't care about the religion as much because I'm not really, like, mm. our, our, our culture is like, you know, there's Palestinian culture outside of, we're we're more nationalistic, I guess, yeah. Yeah, yeah, than yeah, we yeah. are it's religious. Mm-hmm. That's something I learned recently, hanging out yeah. with a lot more Palestinian people. We don't it's more like we don't a, talk about religion. Yeah. We don't ask. It's kind. It's like rude to even ask someone what their religion. Right. Like it's not even something that comes up in yeah. conversation. We just, which is why I thought Shatta was Christian. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, 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 so yeah. So funny. Yeah. I would think that too, actually. Yeah. I, I don't know why I thought that, but I did. But yeah, and no, she I can see that vibe. Yeah. Back by I, it. yeah, yeah. I haven't asked her, eat, but then I, yeah, anyway. I mean, ninety percent of us are are Muslim, but mm. uh, but that's why, like, for me, the the actual Muslim connection isn't as strong to me as like the Palestinian right. connection. Same. Makes so much sense. Well, really, for I feel like for me, it was always just like be with a Muslim person, but it doesn't matter where they're from. I don't think the Pakistani part ever. No, that's for me, was, my, okay. personally. My mom would always be like, yeah, as long as she's Muslim. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, <clears throat> I mean, a fair point, you know, whatever. But at the same time, I've dated Muslim people who tend to be horrible, and I've dated people yeah. who are non-Muslim who are pretty good. So, you know, it, that's not indicative of character, I think. I think more so for me is, right. like I said, I, <clears throat> like when we were watching Miss Marvel, I was seeing somebody, and we were watching it, and I was trying to explain to her, like, do you know what it feels like for me to see Karachi on TV? Mm. Like, I grew up there. Mm. I played in those streets. That's so, I went to yeah. school in those streets. Like, I this is this is where I saw, like, in that little, like, big whatever city, I saw a stand-up special, and I was like, oh, maybe I could do that one day. And I don't think you understand the grab. Like, I'm a kid far away across the world having this crazy dream. Like, maybe one day. And now I'm here sitting around maybe halfway or maybe whatever. Now you're in the heart of it. In the heart of it. In New York City. And, like, I don't think you realize how big of a, like, what the mental journey I go through in my head when I see those images. Uh, I'm getting chills. Right. And she has never left New York City. So I'm just like, what can I even impart on you? Yeah. Like, I can't have nothing to even compare because you're spoiled. You don't have to leave to see the world, the world comes to you and you take it for granted. And she's not going to feel that. Like She's, she's not, not going to feel, feel what you're feeling. She's not going to feel like when I see right. a bus, like those decorated buses, mm-hmm. I instantly feel the heat on my back of the engine. Yeah. Because it's just ah. so hot, there's no air conditioning and it always sounds like bangles because there's so many trinkets hanging inside. It sounds yeah. like bangles when you're driving. Like how can I impart that on you because you don't even know what the fuck bangles sound like. So. You know, you've right. never been on a bus. you never been on a bus. <laughs> You never been on a bus. How do I? Where do I begin? You look down on a bus. Yeah. <laughs> I can't date someone who's never been on a bus. Never. Uh, that's a good rule, dude. That's a good yeah. rule. Have you ever been on a bus? Yeah. Mm, next. Like you were saying, no fly list. I'm like, if you nope. haven't been on a bus, you're going on a fucking list. No bus list. <laughs> no yeah. bus list. Um, well, for this, actually, we actually have a dating segment. I think this would be. Uh, yes. Oh, cool. Perfect time to jump into. It's called Fifty Shades of Brown. Ooh. And we have listeners uh, write in their dating questions, mostly probably other brown people like ourselves. Right. Um, so, Sabine, is there one? Actually, there was one I think that pertains yeah. to us in particular. Yeah, this one is, uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Okay. So, this one is um, someone I know actually asked me this question. Um, I like this girl, but I don't know if she'll get along with my mom because we're Pakistani and she has a different Muslim background. Should I just look for Pakistani women? Like, should I not? Is this a male? Or this a is a male. Male, and he's... He's Pakistani. But dating a Muslim, non-Pakistani. Non-Pakistani. And he he goes in... Yeah, he basically is like, should I just look for Pakistani women because it'll be easier for my Help mom the language to, barrier, I imagine. to connect with her. Uh, your mom is not the one who has to stay in the marriage with her. You have to stay in the marriage with her. So go yeah. by that. 
And secondly, I think your mom is just insecure <laughs> about losing our cultural status or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not that big of a deal. Date whoever you want. It's as long as she's Muslim, I guess. As if that's a yeah. criteria for you. If that's not, it's hard enough to find someone who's just even that background. Well, Why it made me for a second. It made me down. think. I was like, are there just so? I mean, is it the thing where there's just so many more women out there, like Pakistani women, available? Maybe I think that's... so, definitely. I think if I go on the dating apps and stuff like the Muslim ones or whatever, there's a lot of women on there. There's a lot. There's ah, a lot of. There's and... always more single women. I feel True. like. True. So that could be something that could work for him. But also, I agree. Where it's like your mom's not going to be in that relationship. It doesn't matter. I have an aunt who, okay, my cousin married a white guy, Travis. Mm. And <laughs> Redundant, you but come on. Just, yeah, you could have just said Travis. My cousin married a Travis. Uh, she married a, a Travis. Travis. <laughs> uh, it was a travesty. Oh, ah! <laughs> Boom! I don't know where the cameras are. But oh! And that ends the podcast. <laughs> Mike dropping. All right, we can all leave. Okay. Uh, and she hated him. Um, basically, her her mom hated him for a long time. But then once they were married, she that's like her favorite son-in-law. So it's like people adjust, people adapt. White men are easier to tame than white women. I'll tell you why. They have an interest. <laughs> if you go on TikTok, no, you're right because they have no culture. They have no so culture. They gravitate towards yours, they gravi- and they don't do it in a way oh, where they want to take over and start a yoga studio. A white woman will start dating a brown man and be like, "I am so one with myself." I'm like, "Shut the fuck up." Yeah. Like, that's not what I said. To yes, you. Yeah. Uh, what? But a white man will just want to be like, if you go Included. on TikTok or whatever, yeah. it's always like some some gora. Learning how to make pakore or like right, right. labne or like, and yeah. he's like, I love my wife, and she taught me how to do this, and he started speaking Arabic. Yeah. A white woman won't do that. She'd be like, "This is my boyfriend Harry. Well, his name's something else in Indian, but I call him Harry." <laughs> and like, <laughs> she will try to make him white, but the white man will try to become part more oh, of your culture. Wow, I That's think I've seen that. It's a lot. It's a yeah. lot, and I think also I feel like a lot of brown I've Muslim men that, take yeah. pride in the fact that like, look how white I'm becoming. You're right. <laughs> brown do. women. No. No, brown men are becoming more white, and they're, they're like, like proud oh, of that. look, I'm being, I'm being assimilated. Oh. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's... But whereas I see, and listen, I'll be honest, I think, I think brown pussy is just powerful turning these white men out. I think it's just them <laughs> going, listen, I will never leave this. Whatever this is going on over here, I will learn to make dal, chow, whatever. But I, also, yeah. it's because like white people, their culture is like, you know, it's, they're like a blank slate. It's everything is borrowed. So everything is borrowed. Right. So then they're. That's what I'm saying. Like. There's nothing to combat our culture because there's not there's nothing there's no culture. <laughs> so right, if we give them true. things. They're like, oh, cool. Here's something I can like, you know. It's yeah. not even a fair experience. They're kind of like starved of cultures. Right. Oh, yeah. They're like, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. why they so have to appropriate everybody's fucking culture. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, if you think about just American culture and what it's based on, America's whole thing is just based on one act of rebellion, right? Yeah. Whereas. Palestinian freedom and culture is yeah. based on centuries of tradition and history. Pakistani is based on religious strife, separation, British mm-hmm. Raj, all these things. American culture is based on the fact like we don't like these taxes. We're fucking moving. <laughs> That's and it. then everything else is borrowed. Everything else is borrowed. That's so true. Black culture, they wow. want to both like, you know, uh, oppress them but also take their culture. Yeah. And same with like brown culture. You know, just- and then it's not even like the fair exchange is fair, right? Like there's no exchange, will, right? Right. Mm-hmm. There is no I will introduce my friends to biryani and Shah Rukh Khan and they'll give me fucking seven eleven hot dogs and 
Yeah. Which is Tom owned Cruise. by brown like people. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. So, so it's not a fair exchange. There is ever. no exchange. Yeah. They, they give me Ryan Gosling. Like, what the fuck is a Ryan Gosling? <laughs> what am I going to Oh, I had a huge crush on Ryan Gosling. I still have a crush on Ryan Gosling. Why do you guys like ah, Ryan Gosling? I don't know. He has one so, facial no, expression okay. for every okay, actor. fine, but like, he's also in this weird indie band, and it's that makes him hotter. I don't know. Ooh, I didn't yeah, know that. It's like it kind like of like a, a creepy. justification is not. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He's just hot, guys. Okay. He's hot. Okay. It's okay. I'm guilty of liking Zoe Deschanel for a while. I was like, oh, oh boy. Okay. Yeah, basic like, white. She's okay. Basic yeah. White, yeah. All uh, right. I can but, see that. She's a cutie. You know, I get it. Doctor Umar the saved me. Yeah. <laughs> Who saved you? Doctor Umar saved me. Who's that? Who's that? He's a he's a black <laughs> like, cultural like uh, he like comment like, uh, I guess a black cultural studies professor or not a professor but he's a big voice and he was like you've been conditioned like the white woman I was like ooh. How? Go on. And then, like, he described... It's not that he described Zoe Deschanel. He described a white woman. <laughs> he just took a picture of her and said, this like, is... Yeah, he just described a white woman. I was like, oh, fuck, I like Zoe Deschanel. I gotta and stop every doing that. And every derivative of her. <laughs> yes, exactly. Wait, I want to look up his stuff. Do you want just, like, it's watch hilarious. his stuff on YouTube? It's hilarious. And you have to go anonymously, because, like, when he does his lies, he will, like, repeatedly say, like, this is a black people's space only. So, like, if you recognize your... He'll kick you out the fucking chair. Oh, are you serious? He's wow. for black people only. So you gotta, like, sneak in there. Gus knows a lot about this. I don't want to oh, Of course I, Gus, Gus knows a lot about this. <laughs> That's, okay. Yeah. It's interesting. Uh, we need a Dr. Umar. <laughs> like, I need him. He's definitely a little out there. He's weird. Let's have him on the pod. Certain... Can we get him on? I really he want to might, hear. He might just do it, but you have to have a black Muslim woman on here probably. Mm. What's his last name? Dr. Umar Johnson. Okay. Yeah. Is Johnson. he Muslim? No. Just, oh, okay. That's what confused me when I moved here first. A lot of black people had Muslim names. And I was like, yes. And then you assume they're Muslim. Yeah. I, like, ah, I did too. I was like, oh, you're Praise Jesus. I'm like, your name is Tariq. Right, right. Dude, like, yeah, what my personal Kareem, trainer. Rahim. I, had a, I had a Tariq who was my uh, personal trainer, and he was like, it's Tariq. And I was like, are, are you sure? And then he was like, You yes. can't tell someone about their name. And I was I like, oh, I was I like, are you Muslim? He's like, nah. And I was like, okay, let's resume our personal training session. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm gonna stop. And then you just went, oh walk. Yeah. <laughs> you started praying like right next to the equipment. <laughs> <laughs> that would By the end of the trip. session he was converted. <laughs> or reverted rather. Uh, reverted. Yes. Yeah. Aren't we all Muslim? No, yeah. We're yeah. All At heart born. we all are. <laughs> We're all but here's what I don't, I think you guys should, t- men should take more advantage, the Muslim men of like, because, you know, we talked about this a lot in the podcast of like, you can marry any woman of the Abrahamic faiths. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that double standard where we can't do that. So I'm like, can't you argue for that with your parents? Like, hey, even if she's not Muslim, like she's, if you're, you know, Christian or Jewish, still technically in Islam, you can marry her because it's patriarchal. I think maybe our parents yeah. over here really enforce that because they want to grow their own community. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, they it's want, just they, such they, a they culture miss thing. Home and everything so much that they're like, if my children procreate with someone who is of the same culture, then I have a yeah. better chance of, of you know, yeah. instilling that in my grandchildren. And, and you know what's but, interesting? Here's something that I, I find to be very interesting. Um, in my household, if I spoke English, it was fine. If I spoke Urdu, it was fine. No one mm. cared. They were like, just do what you want, whatever. Like, mm. We're busy. Um, you know, parents are, parents are working full time. They're like, we don't care. Just figure it out. Stop talking to me. Yeah, yeah. Like, just, just stop. Shut up and eat your dinner. Uh, <laughs> no, but then now I go to my Sabine, cousins. Are you a serial killer? <laughs> yes. We'll my, know. I did accidentally kill a lot of animals growing up, but that's a different story. Put a number on a lot. I'm going to say 
<laughs> already too many. Already, already too many. Already, she's they were too babies. Long. It was like little robin. Oh, God, that's not making it better. Sabine. I wanted to be their mom. So is like, this a confession? Do we need to, is this yes. going to be in court? As I think Sabine's trying to start evidence. an army of well, animal just, serial killers. I just loved animals growing up. Okay, oh, yeah? Um, you killed them? That's why you killed them? You loved them? I just them? squeezed them so I tight. Just wanted this to world doesn't them. deserve you. <laughs> <laughs> I just outed oh myself, boy. damn it. Oh um, boy. No, I was just saying, I think it's really cool that right now, like my older cousins that were Pakistani-born that live in Chicago now, they have kids. Mm -hmm. And they, when I went over to their house recently, I was talking to their kids in English, and they're like, ah, oh, Sabine, let's try to speak Urdu. Like, let's do Urdu. And I was like, oh, I love that. And mm -hmm. like, I feel like that's really cool. Like, the kids' Urdu is better than mine because, mm. like, their parents enforce speaking it at home. I'm going to force my kids to speak Arabic. Hell yeah, you should. I don't think you have of to course. force it if you normalize to speaking to them. However, like, okay, so uh, there's, like, a lot of cousins in the family, obviously, and there's, like, a whole generation of where the parents didn't enforce speaking Urdu and they speak Urdu. Well, like I'm seeing that with my brothers yeah. and like their they kids. Speak they don't, the they're speaking English and now their kids barely speak Arabic. Well, right. They speak with the American accent and it's like, you know, Lubbock. But the Southern. Yeah. Southern. That's Southern. worse. Yeah, that's the worst. That's even, oh my Amazing. God. Amazing. <laughs> must sound so exotic. Well, I mean, I have an accent <laughs> speaking Urdu. Like, I don't sound great. It goes but... away with time and it's, so like they, my cousins that are like immediately like closer to me in age, their parents didn't enforce it so they didn't really pick up on it, and they speak Urdu with an American accent. Yeah. But then my baby cousins, they really, really like me and my sister. They're, like, they're like crazy about us, right? So they want to imitate everything we do. So we would Aww. speak proper Urdu in front of them, full, fluent Urdu. Mm -hmm. And their Urdu is amazing because wow. they pick it up from it. But we never went, like, you have to speak Urdu. That makes if it worse because, yeah. yeah, I think there's well, a rebellion with that. Right. If you, they say something in English and I say it in Urdu, they don't also, it's not a problem for them. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, he's just speaking to me in Urdu. Instead of me, be like, respond yeah. to me in Urdu. What's the answer? Right. Of That's how sure. my dad would be with me. Right. Oh, I make see. it like a, as in like sort of like a yeah. more playful thing. And they'll want to learn more. Right. You yeah, know? that's true. And I think there's a thing of, like, when I was little, it was just so embarrassing to have, like, be Pakistani and, mm -hmm. like, have that cultural background. And, like, so I would I would act like I didn't know it. But, like, mm. or, like, oh. I was embarrassed. Not, not act like it, but, like, I was embarrassed to even try speaking it. Like, right. in public, anywhere. I was like, no, you I'm not. So, I don't, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm American. I don't need that. And so I just wouldn't speak it, but I could. I understood all of it. And so then later, I think, like, in high school and college, I was a little bit less embarrassed and then I would start speaking Urdu more. And now I'm, like, obsessed with it because I'm, like, I should know my language. 100%. It prevents the commodification of your own culture, right? Like, yeah. think about it this way. Whatever culture that America comes into contact to, they can't, America can't help but commodify it. Now, if it's black culture, we're going to take it and sell it as a product, mm -hmm. right? And I think one of the reasons why certain cultures like Pakistan, or like Desi culture, Arabic culture, a lot of uh, Eastern Asian culture, it's hard to commodify. Like the, the commodification of Eastern Asian culture boils down to what? Kung Fu movies, all that stuff, right? Like that's how they would sell it back to you. Yeah. I think it's hard to commodify certain cultures and we should take pride in that and kind of maintain that status quo. One of the reasons... I mean, ours is, like, terrorism. Like, I mean, I guess it goes all across the board. Most but that's, that's They true. have such a small niche it, yeah. of it, but, like, like yeah. now it's happening where they're trying to commodify, like, Desi culture with, like, they're making yeah. Broadway plays out of, like, Indian movies and stuff, which is going to go horribly, by the way. They're casting white people. Oh, oh God. Yeah. I saw so that. I think the goal of America is, and I feel like 
That's why a lot of younger people in America feel disconnected with who they are. Mm -hmm. Is because if you chop off the roots of somebody, it's very easy to get lost in the sway of America. Mm-hmm. Like a lot yeah. of, like you hear this argument amongst a lot of people in the black community. Well, I'm not African because I don't even know what my lineage is. Mm. And that lends to a lot of confusion probably mm-hmm. as to like, what am I exactly? Where do I come from? What are my roots? But we don't lose that because we maintain it in our community. So it's harder for us to sometimes be swayed by the many voices and all the opinions because yeah. you, you have a starting point basically. So you know, it's easier to navigate. But when you don't have that in America, it's so easy to get lost. Mm-hmm. Look at all... I mean, most white people, a lot of black right. youths, a lot of... And it's happening a lot like in Spanish youths now because their parents want them assimilated so they don't teach them Spanish. They don't teach them right. where they come from. Right. But then you tend to kind of have this idea of like, who am I that leads to depression, anxiety? Again, I'm not a doctor, but it's something I just oh, see. Oh, you sound like one. I, you could, are you, you Dr. Could play Omar? one on TV. Are yeah. you him? Is that, yeah. I think you're the doctor. Omar I'm not an expert, going. basically. But from what I've seen is the more you want your kids to be American, the part that they're losing is so important and then so much to who they are that, yeah, you sure yeah. you scored, you know, jobs and everything, but the trade-off is so, it's, it's, it's Yeah, they'll greater. have an identity crisis exactly. at some point in their life. Exactly, of course, you know, of and it's, it's harder to messy. sway people to think a certain way when they know where they come from. Right? Yeah. Oh, that's so well said. That's I love that. beautiful. Um... Well, speaking of white culture, we actually have one last segment called Keeping Up, up with, with the Caucasians. I've been keeping up explain? my whole life, damn it. We'll see. All right, so we've got a bunch of categories, and so we get a, to pick one. Um, and yeah. basically, we just see uh, if these things that white people do are things that you do. Oh. And, um, yeah. So we're going to throw out some categories okay. for you, Sabine. You All right, so we have food or beverages, pop culture, TV, music, activities, style clothes, trending news topical, phrases or sayings, or miscellaneous. Let's go with miscellaneous. It's always interesting. All right. Mm-mm. This one. We haven't done that one in a while. Okay. You know what? Yes. I like that one. Okay. So getting grounded. Have you ever gotten grounded? <laughs> Have you gotten grounded? As in like choke slam into the ground? Yeah. <laughs> Is that what that means? Yeah. That's what that means. Like, punched? I will ground you. I was like, oh, God. No. <laughs> Not like, um, you're going to go to your room and think about what you did. I yeah. shared a room with my sisters until I was 16. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was the three of us in one room. Damn, bunk yeah, beds? So if I got well, actually, bunk one, beds, yep. Like I, we I shared grounded. a room, yeah. <laughs> then you're all grounded together. <laughs> it's a slumber so party. It's a slumber party. But grounding as the only form of punishment, yeah. I should no, say. Oh, no. And Gra- they yeah. just get their anger out immediately, that there's no, right. like, week of, like, oh, I'm, I got my car taken away for two weeks. It's like, no, you get beat that one day, and then it's over. Oh, my God, you guys, I think I'm the whitest person here. You I got grounded work. so much. <laughs> what? what? I think my mom was a Montessori teacher, so maybe it was like, I don't know. This is sounding more and more. I would get grounded. She'd the be like. The killing animals, the grounding. It's all, la- it's it's all, all leading all, up yeah, yeah. to a big Well, reveal. I pushed the TV down one day when I was running in the house, and then my mom was Anger like, she issues. made me go sit in my room for like hours. My mom would do the opposite, where if she knew oh, we were comfortable boy. in her room, she'd be like, you got to sleep outside today. Ah! <laughs> it's not grounded. You're outside. You're in the tent uh, that you have to tent. build yourself. <laughs> it was just a lemon tree that had a lot of spiders in it. And I was oh, like, no. Let me come back inside. That's, Not that's the lemon spiders. So funny. Oh, wait. Actually, can we do this one? Okay, I have one more. Okay. Walking barefoot outside. Ugh. And you know what bothers me the most is I see these bitches on TikTok. 
these white motherfuckers walking barefoot in New York City and oh. their shoes in their fucking bag. Uh-huh. Oh. What the fuck is that about? And even if what? Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoes in their bag, Ew. even tennis shoes or flats sometimes. No, in their bed. They will wear shoes in their oh, in apartment. Oh, the bed. But I outside, no, no, no. you go fucking I can't. barefoot? That's How disgusting. does that make any sense? I have oh, no idea. that's a good point. That's so gross. Who's doing that in their beds? I've, I've seen, seen that. It. Bro, it's, bro, yeah. it's like... Shoes in the my bed? My white friends do that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Some of them you know. You've eaten at their houses. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some, Some of them, of them you, yeah. you know. You've eaten at their houses. Oh, no. you, the monster you played with door. their pets. You've written <laughs> jokes with them. Yeah. yeah. There, there's some of them out there. Yeah, you're oh, right. God. Barefoot in the street, but have shoes on and... Uh, in, the in the sheets. <laughs> shoes, shoes in the, the sheets. sheets. Barefoot in the... Already that's that sounds gross to me. It's, shoes in the sheets sounds gross to me. That's, that's so gross. Well, remember we were doing a show recently in... I forgot what city, but we saw like a white couple and like the dude was just walking around barefoot on the sidewalk yep. and oh yeah and then remember? I remember and I was like here's the other thing it feels like almost like for us as brown people we have to represent ourselves with certain like status yeah. because they'll be like oh look at these brown folks that don't have shoes <laughs> if, like, yeah, we, like if we walked around with those know. shoes they'd be like ew what's wrong with you or but if like a white person did it they're like oh okay oh, hippie they're a hippie yeah but we're uncivilized if we yeah. walk around without shoes people are like oh you must have lost them at the masjid yeah <laughs> Oh, he's never worn shoes in his country. (laughs) Yeah, all his country doesn't. I should buy him some. We're in China. Fucking fifteen dollars shoes everywhere. Go for it. Not even. You buy three dollars shoes here. That's true. Yeah. I I don't get their sense of high. And like, so I moved in with like a a two white roommates, and I got a bidet. And they're like, "Why do you need a bidet?" And I was like, "You know, just to." to feel to, clean. To be I'm like, clean. Oh, yeah. try it out. I'm like, oh, try it out. You'll feel clean. He walks in, like, it feels weird. I'm like, clean feels weird? Oh, God. Clean feels weird. I'm like, yeah, I like the feel of toilet paper. I'm like, and shit on me? Yeah. Remnants? Like, I don't That's even know so how to disgusting. Explain. I don't know how to explain this to you. Is that you like the feeling? It's not even like you understand what's cleaner. The feeling is clean is weird for you? And I just make, every time I see white people now without any like water products in their bathroom, I'm just like, yeah. Oh my god. Dirty but that's never gonna leave my mind now. Like clean feels weird to this guy. That's so that's so weird to me. So that's funny because when I moved into my studio apartment, it are like the guy was FaceTiming me to show me the apartment and my bathroom, the toilet came with one of those bidets that was like already like it installed. Yeah. And like as soon as I saw that, I was like, Yep, I, I'm ready to sign. Uh so the paperwork. You had me a bidet. <laughs> you had me honestly. I didn't even look at the whole apartment. Mashallah. I was like, there's a bidet. There's a, did you know I was cut? Is this for me? Like, yeah, it's meant to be. The bidet is I have sealer, the spray right? one. I'm, I really love the spray. I saw oh, the it. Hose is, the, yeah, the, that's, hose is even, the hose the spray, is the best. The hose because, is the best. Yeah, I the love best it. You I get like the one that doesn't yeah. surprise you. The hose doesn't surprise yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. The other one, like, woo, you got to move around. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, that is scooch. Like, oh, that's. That is scooch. I've got the scooch. getting pegged by the water. I'm like, am I twerking right now? What is happening? In my Twerking. Oh my god. This bidet will make you so twerk. Uh, <laughs> they should sell it like that. Honestly, that would be a good selling point. That's Tushy, so funny. Tushy, if you're here, I don't know what's coming. So Tushy, if you're here, you know. We keep our brown card, Sabine, you lose one I round. Lo- I lost one it. One round Dude, here. Yeah, one round, I'm gone. One. That's hilarious. Grounding. Um, but Farouk, thank you so much for being here. Yeah. How can our listeners follow you? Uh, and you just follow me on social media at Farouku on everything. So Great. Yeah, everything the is show notes. Awesome. White people making noises out there, dropping stuff, destroying things as we speak. Um, 
and you no, guys. That's how they shop. It's that's how they shop. <laughs> yeah, I just saw. I just saw like a stool go yeah, flying like across the ground. I want to buy this. Just fucking. Yeah, watch it's it mine. Um, yeah, guys, please follow Farouk. Follow us at No Filist Pod. You can follow me at Ethereum Yakub, and you can follow me at Sabine Comedy. And I also want to plug our Patreon. If you want to see the video for this and other videos of uh, episodes, please check out our Patreon. And also, thank you Canal Street Market for having us. Thank you oh, so yeah, much. This for- is awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Farouk. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.